Hello and welcome back to another episode of Forensics Arch- <laughs> Forensic <laughs> Archives. I always get it wrong. This week we're going to be talking about the case study of Captain Jeffrey McDonald. Okay. Sounds like his name's kind of interesting. Okay, let's begin. It's really weird and you're gonna be like, what? So, on February 17th, 1970, Colette Stevenson McDonald who's 26, and her two daughters, Kimberly, who's six, and Kristen, who's two. They were all beaten and stabbed to death in their home at 544 Castle Drive on the, like, on an army base in North Carolina, okay? Colette had been repeatedly clubbed with both her arms broken and stabbed 21 times with an ice pick and 16 times with a knife. And then their five-year-old daughter, Kimberly, was found in her bed, having been clubbed in the head and stabbed in the neck with a knife between eight to ten times. The two-year-old was found in her bed, too. She had been stabbed 33 times with a knife and 15 times with an ice pick. Oh, my God. Yes. Which is extreme. Like, that's extreme. Okay. The Army Captain, uh, Jeffrey McDonald, he was a doctor and former Green Beret. So, he was held to a high standard, obviously. He was found with several stab wounds, but unlike his wife and daughters, his wounds were not fatal. McDonald tells Army um, investigators that his family was killed by a band of hippies, including a, like a woman in a floppy hat, later known as Helena Stockley, who, chan- who she apparently chanted acid as groovy and kill the pigs while the murders were being committed. In the house, like in the house, McDonald was treated at the hospital. His injuries include a bruise to his head, minor stab wounds on his abdomen and arm, and a stab wound to his chest that punctured and collapsed his lung. He was charged by the army on May 1st, 1970, with three counts of murder. So they blamed him for the deaths. Yeah. And then he was honorably discharged from the army in de- like in December of 1970 and moved to New York to work as a doctor. Unfortunately, on January 24th, 1975, the federal grand jury in Raleigh, and like, they indicted him and found, like, found him guilty of first-degree murder of his wife and second-degree murders of his daughters. He is sentenced to three life terms, and he has to serve them consecutively. Like, he has to serve them back to back. His bail is revoked, and he's placed in the Wake County Jail. And then on July 29th, 1980... Um, they overturned his convictions on the ground that he was denied a speedy trial. He was released from prison on August ni- in August of 1980, but they reversed the verdict and they arrest him again. He's arrested and returned to federal prison. Then new evidence emerges in July of 2014, which is more re- like it was kind of recent, yeah. relatively recent. And they deny McDonald's bid for a new trial. And they just said that he won't get a new trial. As they should. Well, what makes you think he did it? I don't know. I just feel like he probably did. If well, he's if he the said, only one. But the, here's the weird thing. The girl, the girl in the floppy hat, Helena, literally confessed to going in their house and stuff 
She confessed and even named her boyfriend, uh, Greg Mitchell, as the killer. Okay, what? Yeah. There was a lot of evidence, too, so, like, here's some evidence. There's human skin found under the wife's fingernails on her left hand, but it, it was lost and never reported. There was a the splintery stick used as a club belonged to the McDonald household, but there were questions as to if it was kept indoors or outside, and, like, Colette used it in the backyard when she painted, like, Kimberly's bed. I mean... The club, nice. They were found in the yard. They were handled so poorly by investigators. The investigators actually returned the weapons to the yard for photographs during a staged second official finding, according to like a lot of like evidence. Then the knife McDonald pulled out of his wife's chest and threw on the floor of the bedroom. There were no fingerprints found on the knife. Hmm. And his his knife his fingerprints should have been on the knife. Yeah. The knife was later proven not to be one of the weapons used. Yeah, I don't even know what that even, like, means. That's weird. That's yeah, just, that's just weird. weird. Especially since he was, like, his friend said that he would never do anything like this. Like, even to this day, he says he never did it. And, like, all of his friends were like, he would never hurt his, ch- like, children. Yeah. And his wife? That's insane. And then the, um, an investigator arrived at 4.50 a.m. and reported that they saw a footprint still like drawing it takes very little time for like that thin of a layer of blood to dry on hardwood yeah. floor so it's unrealistic that the footprint was wet after 90 minutes so but they lost the collect like the collected swab they like they said that the footprint fell apart when they saw the wood so and then in the bloody footprint was fiber matching a throw rug in the master bedroom where McDonald stood earlier, so... Then there was brown hair found in Colette's left hand that belonged to either McDonald or someone else in the, like, home. And then, like I said earlier, the, the girl in the floppy hat literally said she confessed to being a part of the crime and even named her boyfriend. He's an army vet as a killer, like the killer. But... Mm-hmm. He is still in jail. Still, like, people still think he did it. I mean, the evidence leads to him. But then the girl, I don't know. Confessed to being in the house. But I mean, that could have been, like, I don't know, to get him out of jail. Why would she do that? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. It's a weird story. I'm, like, almost pretty, like, it's weird. Yeah. I don't even know what to think. His wife is also pregnant. Oh, yeah. Trig. By the way, just want to throw that out there. I don't think a husband who had a two-year-old yeah, daughter. there's no way. And a six-year-old daughter and a, a newborn baby that's coming and a wife that's yeah. pregnant would be able to stab who can stab a t- like two year old in the like in her bed thirty three times with a knife and fifteen times with an ice pick? Yeah, I don't know. That is crazy to think that someone could do that to their kid. I would like to think that he would never, like, no one could ever do that. Yeah, me too. But then again, people are crazy. Yeah. Also, if he was in the army, okay, so I'm not even like saying this, but like. He's in the army. I just don't feel like he should 
But they also think that, like, anatomically, like, witches on the body, where the things were placed, like, where the, he was, like, where everyone was stabbed, he wouldn't have, like, he knows how to, like, kill someone. Like, he would know where to, like, stab someone. Yeah. And people are like, that wouldn't line up. He wouldn't just go ham on the body. Yeah. So he might as like, he might have just not done it and was just there and survived. Drained. Well, yeah. There was also blood on the wall that said, like, pig and stuff. So, like, hippies? Like, Charles, do you know who Charles Manson is? Heard the name. He, like, got a family of people, like, a cult to kill for him and stuff, but he technically never killed anyone. And they would write stuff like that on the walls. And so, it could have just been a copycat group of people. That's just weird. Yeah. But, thank you for listening to... Forensic Archives. Good job. (laughs) Come back next week, maybe, if we have one. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.